I've got a great guest lined up for you today, uh, thanks to our mutual friend, Mr. Casey Whalen of North Idaho Exposed. So, a uh, shout out to him. He's been a, a great friend. He's doing great work. I definitely recommend you check out his YouTube channel, North Idaho Exposed. He's on the front lines helping turn back the tide of this uh, this market, <coughs> this uh, you know clandestine, fraudulent attempt to bring in uh, some really bad stuff surveillance state, you know, the mass injecting of everybody with all kinds of uh, crazy stuff. Really bad health effects we're seeing all over the world. You know, them wanting to bring in a cashless society with complete control over everybody. And that's what we're dealing with. And my guest today uh, is also on the front lines. He's got a show here on RBN called Thought Crime Live every Saturday. So uh, I guess I'm going to go ahead and just bring him right on. Uh, this is Mr. Uh, Stephen Douglas Widener. Steve, are you there? Yes. Am I coming in okay? Thanks very much for inviting me on. I've been able, Casey had asked a few times. I wasn't able to do it for uh, until today. I appreciate you asking, sir. Yeah. You and did. I agree with you. That's the, yeah. The things are they they're accelerating right now. Things look really, really more intense than they have at any time in my whole life. Yeah, and what what corners of the uh, of the arena have you been focusing on? I mean, are you uh, are you dealing with the the injections, the you know the coerced injections, or uh, what's going on with them targeting the kids with all this uh, you know drag queen story hours and all this crazy stuff they're teaching in our schools, you know, uh, uh, making white folks look bad and uh, you know critical race theory and all of that, or what uh, what areas are you focused on lately? Well, I'll say that I think that the worst thing happening to us right now are these coerced shots, these death uh, jabs, as I call them. You get that jab from just acquiescing blindly to their their lies, basically. And a lot of people have taken these shots. They were many of them were felt coerced. They had to do it because of their job. And I, I know people personally who. Uh, weren't able to get into Canada without this. And now they took two of those shots and a booster and are just very angry. They're sick. And you see people all over the world dropping from this. I mean, that it looks to me that there's a massive culling taking place and that's just the beginning of it. You know, I believe that they've been trying to wipe out white people for a long time, that there's been a plan for that with the Kalergi plan and wanting to replace Western white civilization at the same time to destroy it to a third world, uh, uh, you know, state of, of, um, society and then rush the, at the same time, collapse the third world. So it comes here. I mean, it all looks to be by design and this, it's been, you know, these wars, they just keep recycling the same thing over and over with, with the wars. I'm afraid that now that 
this economic situation here, which we've known how bad it is since 2008, they've been blowing the bubble up bigger and bigger and with the inflation spiking and the things are definitely going to get a lot worse. They've even, you know, they've, there's no way that can't happen with, with the way the situation is. They just keep throwing more money. It's like trying to put out fire with gasoline, with inflation by printing more money. It makes no sense at all. So, there will need to be something to blame when that bubble pops, and maybe that's part of the reason that this war is being ramped up. But it's also, you know, it, it's just insane that we would destroy our military and then back another nuclear superpower into a corner. I mean, th- it's insane, Stuart. Why would it, it's obvious that the real enemy is here in charge of our country? Because they're they're pushing us harder and harder, and all this money that they keep pushing into it. You know, it's just laundering more money for them out of the taxpayer of the U.S. and trying to implode us. I think a lot of people are trying to finally who have not even paid any attention for years who they're finally trying to wake wake up to this fact. And uh, I hope it's not too late. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, yeah, you bring up great points. They are definitely doing everything that they can to bring down uh, the United States uh, because they want to usher in what looks like their new world order. That's what they're calling it. They're also calling it the Great Reset, um, whatever you call it, whatever tangent you look at it. It amounts to, uh, you know, a pretty heavy-handed slave system, uh, a grid where they control everything, they monitor everything, you know, from the money to the health care, and they're using this... uh, you know, what was COVID-19 uh, to you know bring in these injections. And and you bring up the point of so many people having adverse reactions to these injections. And all over the world, you, people like you mentioned are dropping like flies. Uh, a lot of really healthy people, the stuff that they're coming out with, they're trying to get people to believe about, <clears throat> you know, a, a young people, children having heart conditions, which seems to be uh, one of the major side effects or one of the major effects. I wouldn't even say they're side effects. One of the major effects is my, myocarditis uh, and all these other things. It's really, it's, it's just so evil uh, that, you know, they're rolling all this stuff out and killing people off and then covering it up. Our, our mainstream media, all corporate media, seems to be completely taken over by the interests of this global agenda, uh, which, you know, requires the United States to be built up and now now in its final days pulled down. So... Uh, how uh, how alarming is that to you that all of corporate media seems to be controlled to follow the same narrative? It's insane that we would anyone would still pay attention to them after the lies they told all the way back to nine eleven and then the weapons of mass destruction with the Iraq War. It's just these people had have had no credibility with me for a long time. My. But, um, you know, I can't imagine anyone still putting any credence into what they say after this COVID thing. I mean, they they told us how everybody – there were going to be millions of casualties. And then when you look at the statistics and the numbers, in the year 2020, before the shots were introduced, the death rate overall was not even any higher. There was no quote-unquote pandemic. They had to change the definition of that word in order to get their emergency youth authorization to give these shots to people. And these shots, they're not vaccines. They're they're injections with graphene oxide and nanotech and 
experimental mRNA technology in them, which I believe was the whole goal of the COVID thing, at least one of the main ones, to get these injections into people. And it's it's horrifying to see the effects that they have, that morticians around the world have been pulling these long clot looking structures out of people who have died and as i said in 2020 the death rate did not increase overall the only thing that went up during that year of lockdown that i recall was <clears throat> suicides um dr- d- drug overdoses perhaps domestic violence some of those things may have increased a little over the lockdown but the other things you know it was a normal they stopped talking about flu they called everything covid but the death rate then did not go up but in the year after they introduced these shots the death rate among people from 18 to 64 i believe was the the spread increased at a rate that hasn't been seen in 800 years, the amount of the it was like a three sigma event. Speaking of statistics, that the death rate would increase that much. I believe it was up 80 percent over the year, and that's that's insane. And there's no other explanation that I can think of except for these uh, jabs. And of course, they'll try to blame anything else that they can. They want to call it sudden adult death syndrome now. And you know, I was. Stuart, I was stupid enough myself back in the last time they had one of these pandemic psyops with the H1N1 that I I got an H1N1 uh, vaccine, a flu shot. I ended up getting four shots within like about six months, and it, I was I was sick ever since. That you know I, I, that harmed me, and I had never taken a flu shot before, and I, there was no way I was going to go for this too. And you know I don't know people. It just shows to me that the whole thing is such a scam. In my own personal life, I've the more I have pushed big pharma and the medical industrial complex out of my health, the better my health has gotten. I've lost about 130 pounds over the past two years, and I used wow. to I, I, I took a handful of pharmaceutical drugs every day to keep functioning. I, you know, I had dealt with infections and steroids and stuff. And this is what I've done. Okay, when the more that I, the less I took, the better I felt. Of course, I don't want to try to tell anybody what to do because I'm not quote unquote a doctor. I'm it's insult your medical professional or whatever you know that that's just but it i've proven to myself that they were lying to me all these years that the medicines that they were giving me were just give, providing temporary symptomatic relief in exchange for long-term chronic damage that there's you know that the whole thing to me has been a fraud from the beginning i mentioned the sudden adult death syndrome and i believe that the sudden infant death syndrome that was caused and was so prevalent and in the news back in the 80s and in the 90s that that was caused by kids getting their shots because i've i have seen anecdotal evidence from nurses and i've known some nurses who would test who said that when they would go through and give a lot of people in a nursing home or a or even our newborns as well. They know this in the NICU now too that they, since they started insisting on giving these shots to kids in the NICU that there's good, those kids are going to crash that if they give them in the NICU and also in the nursing home or a hospital when they would give out the pneumonia or the flu shots, they would go through to every room and they knew that the codes were going to increase fastly for the next couple of days. And, and, you know, that just, that's, that's only anecdotal evidence, but no one wants to look at that. You know, we have this fraudulent health, quote unquote, healthcare system here now, ever since 1973, I believe it was when the Kaiser Permanente bill made it okay to have HMOs and for-profit 
hospitals and stuff. Before that, people were supposed to be concerned with your health and not for profit, but they turned everything here, healthcare, into a for profit thing and money, money talks. So, you know, I, I know we're not, I don't know if there's any other place in the world where every bit of the media is seems to be sponsored by big pharma, especially the news programs. I don't, and you, you've seen those pharmaceutical ads probably. I don't watch television anymore, Stuart, but, you know, two or three, uh, 30 seconds maybe of whatever might be wrong with you, and then two or three minutes of this long list of horrible, you know, you grow a third eye, and then, uh, et cetera, or uh, one of the side effects could be death. So, oh, yeah, that's 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 been going on a while, and I don't know. It seems like they've <clears throat> ramped things up with this COVID thing and then now pushing the war. I don't know. Things look 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 grim, but especially as you mentioned with this social credit score and the digital currency they want to put in, they do that and tie it to the past things we've said. You and I, we're done for. You know, we'll never, we won't be able to survive. We won't be able to eat, shop, live. They, they want that. That's a plan to completely control everybody, and it, yeah, it horrifies me, especially me, because I've spoken out against them for a while now. Yeah, I'm right there with you on that one, definitely. Well, it's worth speaking out about, and the good thing is, is it's uh, getting a lot of people to move away from, uh, you know, corporatized medicine and corporatized news media and anything corporatized. And I think people are, you know, finally starting to uh, pull back a little bit because they're recognizing, uh, on a lot of levels, that they're being lied to and that it's a, it's a big scam. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Hey, I want to take a minute here and just invite anybody to call in. We'd love to hear from you wherever you are in the world, in the country. We've got a couple of numbers I'm going to give out here. Uh, one is area code 512-248-8252. Again, 512-248-8252. And then also an 800 number. And that is 313-9443. So 800-313-9443, because you know, I love to hear uh, you know, people's different takes on this, because people come to the you know conclusion that we're being conspired against. I hate to actually use the word, but we are being conspired against on a very large scale. This is a global thing they want to roll out. Uh, as you mentioned, this uh, control over everything uh, coming down uh, in a very Orwellian fashion is being uh, modeled pretty darn well ahead of our schedule in China right now. And uh, it's just it's just really incredible that anybody still listens to mainstream media at all, to corporate media, or would walk into uh, a hospital unless it was under an emergency situation. So, yeah, if anybody wants to call in and let us know their experience with coming to terms with, uh, you know, the degree to which we've been lied to and coerced in all this, uh, yeah, please do call in. That would be great. So it, it really is unbelievable the way that they're they're able to control mainstream media in such lockstep. It's absolutely astonishing to me that they have such a, such a degree of control. It seems to be almost a complete amount of control over not only mainstream media, but then a secondary tier uh, public broadcasting and then also over the Internet. So. Is that astonishing to you? Are you surprised it's, at what you're seeing in that realm with the, the control and the uh, you know with their ability to uh, memory hold people and to cancel people and to just basically purge people out of uh, secondary tiers of media? 
Well, I was completely deleted off Facebook myself, but you know that's that's the you know the, the control over social media and the internet is getting worse and worse. I remember back in 2015, 2016 when you could actually talk about things on YouTube that are banned now. You could talk about World War II revision history. You could say you know you had more free speech then, and then I think that it all started coming for that initially, and then when the uh, uh, the the uh, psyop, the shooting, whatever happened down in on Valentine's Day in Florida, they cramped, you know, they clamped down and deleted a whole lot of people. And since then, it's gotten even worse with the internet. When you search for things now, you only get the first eleven to twelve pages of results, even though they're billions of pages. When you use a reg- regular search engine, and every page, the same mainstream talking points pop up again. It is Orwellian to see that. We are living in a, in a society that has a media that's to the equivalent now of what Toss and, and Pravda were in the Soviet Union right before it fell. And I think, uh, unfortunately, the people that lived there had started to wake up to things a lot more, I think prob- mainly due to Western movies where they saw the real, the real or, or at least a more accurate depiction of the life over here uh, as compared to life in the Soviet Union. But now, I don't know, people have been so programmed since then here in the U.S. Some of them are still buying into this, still lining up for the shots and still thinking. I mean, how ludic- How crazy you have to be to think that uh, Russia would blow up their own pipeline. And, and, and that, that they, No benefit from that at all. If they wanted to cut it off, they just cut it off. But yet, Recently, when these pipelines blew up, they put out the story that, oh, Russia probably did it. I mean, that's if a, if my neighbor had a golden goose and he was selling the eggs, the golden eggs to somebody, would he kill that goose because somebody stopped buying? One one customer stopped buying them and the other ones were still buying. That makes absolutely no sense. But so many people are caught up in what the, the next thing that comes on the media that they just go along with it, I'm afraid. That, that's that's what's been happening. And we've been lied to over and over again by the wars that 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 have been manipulated. You know, that's that's another thing. The actual history uh, is what I've been trying to learn and discover most of my life. My father had started me on that road back when I was 11 and he gave me this book by Smedley Butler called War is a Racket. And I realized that we've been lied to over and over again he was in world war ii he's one of merrill's marauders who i don't know if you've heard of them but they fought in burma behind japanese lines and you know he's when i was growing up nam was still going on and as kids are wont to do you know we would go out there and play war and he brought us all aside and said you know war's no game and he took us to this movie Patton when it came out and told us we'd been lied to about the history of World War Two and about every pretty much everything that we've been told, you yeah. know, we've been lied to about our history. And yeah. so that, you know, that that started me down that path as well. And, I, you know, I see that happening again with the, this this. I don't know if this will turn into a third round or not, but I do believe they need this war for an excuse. You you know how the situation was during World War Two here where there was rationing and total control over the population. We were ramped up with well, they want that kind of control again, as well as they want to ration our food. They've already telegraphed that we're going to have a huge food shortage. It seems, you know, Stuart, it seems ironic to me that every time. Oh, here we go. I hear some music. Yeah. 
Yeah, here we go again. Absolutely. Hey, everybody, stay with us. We'll be right back with show number 78 of the White Rose Resistance Hour on RBN. For the past 14 years, it's been my privilege to host the National Intel Report on RBN, to offer a platform to interview exceptional guests, to provoke critical thought, and examine evidence, whether real, fake, or somewhere in between, and allow our audience to call in and participate with your input and questions in order to help us all reach an educated decision and arrive at our own truth. Our world has changed. It's now been turned on its head. Real is now considered fake and mainstream fake is now pushed as real, rather rather than than any any clear clear thinking, thinking, consensus, consensus or or rationale. Those few remaining beacons of light, the ones still shining through the mainstream media lies, propaganda, and deception, are being viciously attacked at every level through attempts at censorship, threatening advertisers, jailing hosts, and even killing journalists brave enough to speak the truth to you. We are in a war for our very freedom and existence, and through these despicable acts, freedom haters, collectivists, and communitarians have shown they will stop at nothing to blot out these last few beacons of light. Truth is becoming increasingly more difficult to unmask, just as the term unmasking itself is spoken by those usually anonymous sources. They promote their lies, wishing to mask the truths by ignoring it, vilifying it, or conspiratorializing it into a black hole abyss. Regrettably, RBN has reached reached the the tipping tipping point, point, and through internal audit and actuarial review, it has now been determined that the only life raft of survival to this network is to go the way of PBS, that being audience-supported like a cornered animal, the left with veracity is pulling out all the stops with every effort to effectively blacken our beacon forever. Help us, folks. Help yourselves. Don't let our light stop shining. Our motto has always been, because you can handle the truth. It's time to review your budget, folks. If you want the truth to keep flowing through RBN, go to republicbroadcasting.org and become a regular monthly donor of 30, 40, 50, or 100 or more a month and ensure you keep the truth flowing. Did you know that essential oils have had a multitude of natural health and skin uses in history, but have been somewhat forgotten by recent civilization? Susanna's Secret offers 100% pure natural oils at prices you can actually afford. Do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the one in our Thief and Robbers blend will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, and fungus. Just diffuse with it and you will see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Purifica, another one of our products used to clean and freshen your house or give a natural scent when drying laundry. For that special lady, we offer a ginger argan oil in a beautiful cosmetic bottle or a pure argan oil, a natural acne-fighting product. Check us out at SusannaSecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. Meanwhile, back in the year one, when you belonged to no one, you didn't stand a chance, son, if your plans were undone, cause you were bred for humanity, and souls to society. One day you'll wake up 
in the present day A million generations removed from expectations Of being who you really want to be Skating away, skating away Skating away on the thin ice of a new day Welcome back to show number 78 of the White Rose Resistance Hour with Stuart Howe and my guest, uh, Steve Whitener. Hey, Steve, we've got a call holding. You want to go ahead and take a call and uh, chat with somebody? Sure, that sounds good. I love that song, by the way, that Jethro Tull song. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. great. <laughs> that is a good one. I like that one a lot, too. Thanks for mentioning that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it looks like we've got Marcus in Idaho on line one. Marcus, are you with us? Yes, sir. Yeah, Marcus, how's everything going where you are in Idaho? Uh, the weather is beautiful, the snow is coming, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, you think it's going to be a big snow year or a, a moderate snow year? I would like to say it's going to be a big snow year, but I can't say. Um, uh, but, you know, um, what I'd like to say is um, a lot of people have thought, that uh, we have pushed away the um, the the kings and the globalists um, from the system, but right now uh, they have all gone into the Agenda Twenty One or Agenda Twenty Thirty, and they're the people that are um, above us and the great people. Um, who ha- are going to determine the fate of the humanity. Um, so they are all involved in Agenda 2030. Um, so you've got dukes and uh, kings and <clears throat> princes and everything involved in the determination of the <clears throat> uh, of society where it's going to go. Yeah, absolutely. There's no denying a big part of their agenda, which uh, dovetails uh, in and fits with the Great Reset, they're calling it, is the agenda for the United Nations agenda for the 21st century and the milestone within that, which is where they want to be right. by 2030. Yeah, right. absolutely. You're right about that. Yeah. How, how do you see that right. affecting? Where do you see that rolling out most currently? Now, well, in Jackson, Wyoming, um, I would think that uh, when you pay $20 for a hamburger, um, they're definitely um, having the <clears throat> uh, global carbon offsets um, in their area. Uh, every, it's, jeez, uh, um, it's everywhere. Um we're in a dark area. We're in a dark era right now. And I don't, I don't think that, that people are being able to fight. Um, people are fighting, um, against that. People are so asleep. And there's, we, we don't have a, a strength. Yeah, a lot right are. Now. You're right, Marcus. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for bringing that up. I'm going to let you go there. But, yeah, you bring up great points. Uh, yeah, Stephen, I mean, he brings up a really, really good point of 
way the cost is going up on everything, $20 hamburgers, and they're also trying to push now for this a meatless society. So pretty soon it's going to be, you know, $20 cricket burgers or mealworm burgers. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing this everywhere. We're seeing this everywhere roll out this uh, agenda for the 21st century with control over everything and dishonesty. The most prevalent thing that we're seeing is uh, coercion and dishonest manipulation and uh, like you mentioned earlier, this great culling, they're really just killing us off as fast as they absolutely can. Uh, what I'd like to interject here is that one of the biggest things we can do, we're not helpless, is to just withdraw our consent to stop uh, shopping at these big corporate you know, arenas uh, you know, for, for supply chain and to uh, just stop watching any media like you and I have, any corporate media. I mean, where can you see resistance coming from i mean how can we manifest opposition to this uh 20 agenda for the 21st century i agree first and foremost to withdraw our consent if we're able to stop i don't know that we can stop funding this beast because they can just create money out of thin air but i try to use cash as much as i'm able to to slow things down i you know and, and we talk about trying to create an alternative system too to um, to this system they want to build, you know, I th I want every I think everyone should plant a garden if they can. I got a winter garden. Finally, I was able to put out. If people grew their and and that, it's funny. I wanted to also to mention something that Marcus brought up with the agenda twenty thirty, and then there was that event two oh one or twenty one. It's funny how they seem to telegraph all these things. Up oh, another one. Yeah, we'll get that on the other side of the break. All right, there. be right back. All right, see you in a minute. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Hello, I'm Peter Serafine, and I'm the new host of National Intel Report on Thursdays here on Republic Broadcasting Network. I'm a gun-owning constitutionalist who believes that the only role of government is to protect my rights. I believe the First Amendment makes us free, and the Second Amendment keeps us free. If those ideas sound good to you, then join me in the National Intel Report, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Republic Broadcasting Network. Hey, do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the ones in our Thief and Robbers blend will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, or fungus. Just diffuse with it, and you'll see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Check us out at SusannaSecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S, Secret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S, Secret.com. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. 
However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee by going to rbnhemppaste.com and ordering a trial pack of happy packets for $5 with free shipping. That's rbnhemppaste.com. Hello, I'm Peter Serafine, and I'm the new host of National Intel Report on Thursdays here on Republic Broadcasting Network. I'm a gun-owning constitutionalist who believes that the only role of government is to protect my rights. I believe the First Amendment makes us free, and the Second Amendment keeps us free. If those ideas sound good to you, then join me in the National Intel Report, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Republic Broadcasting Network. Hey, do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the ones in our Thief and Robbers blend will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, or fungus. Just diffuse with it, and you'll see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Check us out at SusannaSecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S, Secret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S, Secret.com. Welcome back to the second half of the show here, show number 78 of the White Rose Resistance Hour on RBN with Stuart Howe. I'm here, and I have our guest, Steve Whitener, uh, along with us. I'm going to give our call-in number again. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call here uh, live on the show at uh, area code 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252 or 800-313-9443. And before we went to break, thank you for being so good at recognizing those breaks when they come up. I appreciate that. Uh, sometimes the music just comes up and we're off. So good job with that. You had mentioned something briefly, but very important, which was Event 201. And for people that aren't aware of what that was, that was the war game, uh, I believe, before they rolled out the actual event of the whole COVID nonsense. So we uh, we can see how they you know they do have these uh, supposedly, you know, fictitious events, these war games or drills before the big events. They had them before 9-11. They had them before COVID uh, rollout. And they've had them before what they're going to roll out next. Uh, this one is called Cyber Polygon, where they have the whole Internet go down, the banking system go down. And that's what is the trigger event that in these drills enable them to turn everything back on, turn back on the Internet and the banking system under the new program, under the new cashless society, under you know, whatever it is they want to uh, format it as, that will be the excuse. They'll blame it on Russia or China or 
patriots, you know, white nationalists, whatever is the uh, fictitious boogeyman of the day. So, yeah, please go ahead and expand on that or anything else you like. But when you brought up yeah. one, I thought that was really important. Yes, thank you for mentioning that, Stuart. It's even you mentioned locks the word lockstep as well. I think it was 2010 or 2011 that there was the Rockefeller Institute put out a, a pamphlet called Lockstep that described a similar kind of situation and how they were able to get all the governments of the world to act in lockstep the way you described how our media is responding to this. And that, you know, they telegraphed these events beforehand, just like you mentioned with 9 11 and um, the cyber polygon. And there's one other one that happened recently. It happened in Colorado and it was the same kind of group that was in this billionaires club the ones that met uh, up in uh, manhattan oprah winfrey was part of that and bill gates and then but there were some of the some of the same kinds of people met in um i don't know if it was aspen or like somewhere in colorado recently and they had a war game where they played about uh, the world was facing a horrible food shortage and food crisis and all the things that they went over in that war game have been happening ever since with the um, Sri Lanka, for one, and the, the all of the um, unrest that's happened in these other countries due to supply chain shortages, food sh- food shortages, and hyperinflation. It's it th- that these these war games are not what if scenarios. They seem more to be planning um, events for what's to come. I mean, it it does it boggles the mind to see how much reality tends to conform to these scenarios that they supposedly are just, you know, wargaming and brainstorming to what if this happens, what will we do? But it seems more and more like they're making these events happen, especially when you see 9-11. That just, you know, that did wake some people up, but we went back to sleep again. And then this war that they, you know, we, we pushed our way around the world, all these third world or, or, or smaller, weaker countries. And now it's just, it, it, it's over. There's, there's the American hegemonic moment has, has been eclipsed and, and there's going to be a multipolar world. Now it seems like there's a Eurasian shift in power by design. And I, I, I really am worried about the next few weeks, especially with the economy teetering the way it is and with us pushing and pushing Russia back against the wall you know, they they have said his his speech that he made after he accepted the four provinces into Russia. It's worth reading. I, if if you haven't heard that, I've I've seen a English translation of it, and you know, compare that to the bumbling buffoon that we supposedly is our president. You know, it's just, and I'm not saying that Putin is the good guy or some kind of savior, but we're pushing him back, Russia back. They're back against the wall, and if we don't think that they'll strike, well, they've already shown that they'll do what they say, and it just it, it boggles my mind that they blew those uh, gas lines. It, it seems along the lines of the same thing that Henry Kissinger tried to do back in '73 when they set up the quote unquote petrodollar. They wanted to monopolize all the petroleum and, and tie it to the dollar, and now it seems like natural gas with these new pipelines, one that they want to bring in from the Mediterranean and the one that opened the same day from the Baltic, I think it might've gone through Norway and no way it could could supply all of Europe's needs. They're going to be freezing and hungry this winter and miserable. And you think they're not going to realize that it's us. I mean, people, 
they're going to hate America. The uh, anti-American con- uh, sentiment in Austria and German social media I was reading is really spiking because of the things that we've done. It's just that it, it seems like the real enemy is in charge of our country. Yeah, well, the the global enemy that we've got, I think, is uh, is focusing on bringing down the U.S. Now, I think you're exactly right. I think now the things you mentioned, the, these attacks on food and energy, <clears throat> are uh, going to be focused here, and all this stuff going on around the world is probably just to put America in the crosshairs, because this this is the country they have to bring down last. I mean, they've used America's global might to build up their uh, their hegemony around the world for decades. And now they know that any real resistance that comes uh, to their global takeover is going to be from the U.S., whether it's from all the armed citizens or uh, you know, contingents of the U.S. military uh, could potentially say no. So uh, you know, they may be trying to stir something up that will have devastating effects on us uh, as within you know, the framework of a war of some sort. So... Yeah, I, I wouldn't put anything past them. I definitely wouldn't. And I think uh, you're exactly right the way you put it is uh, Putin is no, he's no savior. I think he's being puppeteered along with everybody else. If he wasn't, he would have called BS on 9-11 years ago. So, you know, we know he's under the mantle of Klaus Schwab and, you know, uh, you know going by the globalist playbook. But this theater, you know, could involve uh, them or somebody else nuking North America. In the meantime, we're seeing attacks on our uh, food processing plants, it looks like, uh, on farming. The government is paying farmers to destroy the crops, and they're trying to get everybody to start eating insects. So they have, they have just got America, North America, uh, you know, in the crosshairs for attack in a lot of different ways. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see the way that it rolls out, but, you know, unfortunately, it's going to take something really drastic for people to to come around. I, I just, I, I, I'm just really amazed that so many people are still watching the news and listening to these, these talking head prostitute, uh, you know, news media people. It just is astounding to me. I just, I can't even, I can't believe it. It's crazy. Yeah, I agree. I don't know how to reach people that, that are still plugged in. It's, if they don't have questions or they're not in it, it's like, I just can't waste the time trying to wake them up anymore. It's like, you mentioned uh, the media, how they are all in lockstep, and you've probably heard these or, or seen these reports where they'll have the local media station that, and they're all different stations, but they all have the same report, and they'll be echoing every by the end of the commer- of that video. They'll have one uh, TV station, then another one saying the same thing, and another one, and another one, and they're all just in quote unquote lockstep trying to brainwash people with the, the the script that they have once people see that and they still watch these places i don't know that there's any hope for them man i mean you can see that the, the same message is being sent to every local little tv station and it's all one ministry of truth media kind of thing so you're never going to learn the real truth from people like that you have to find what's banned and hidden and what they don't want you to know that that's that's kind of where I've been, um, and you know, it's taken a while for me to wake up to this point. It's probably been about five years that I've been uh, coming on and, and speaking out again. But I, I knew these things from my father years ago, and I just felt 
just so beaten down by this system. I thought there's nothing that we can do about it. And I just had given up. But the last five years or so, I've started to speak out again and try to fight back again. And we're not finished. The future's not written. People, you know, these people are pushing too hard. They're trying to control so much. They're squeezing tighter and tighter. And the more that they squeeze, the more it's going to slip through their fingers. And more people will wake up and realize if we can find like-minded people locally. I think that's the main thing to focus on. That's what I've been doing myself the past couple of years, trying to find people here that are local to me that know what's going on or awake and I at least mostly agree with and trying to make contingency plans and, and, and support each other because you know, we're, I believe if the truth were known that we really do outnumber them, but uh, we we feel like we're outnumbered because of the, the strength of the media and that they can make things appear to be as they're not. I mean, if you look at the demographics of the things that are in the media now, you would think that the, the population of America was way different than it is. They want to pro- they project some picture that is not reflective of reality wherever you are. That, that's always been the case, but it's gotten blatant, more and more blatant the last couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every now and then, a little bit of proof of that slips through. I think after 9-11, some of the big polls, uh, Smith and Howard and Zogby polls, indicated that uh, one-third of Americans, over 100 million people, didn't believe the official story of 9-11. And then we, we see how many people rallied behind Ron Paul when he was speaking pretty sensibly about the Federal Reserve Bank and and the Fed and all of this. So there are a lot of awake people uh, more than than they would have us believe. So uh, I completely agree with you. I think building community and, uh, you know, solidarity with other more or less awake and aware people, even if we don't agree on everything, is really important. One of the the things I like so much about uh, peoplesrights.org, and it's a way that if you go to uh, go online to peoplesrights.org, you can find like-minded people in your area. And uh, you know, just put in your zip code and, and find out what's going on in the area and different events. And you know, it really is a great way to start separating away from the people that are still buying into this, uh, this madness, this ridiculous nonsense that you know, the, the media wants to tell us what's actually going on. When, as you said, they are just the ministry of propaganda. And it's time that we realize that, face that, accept that, and just start moving away from it and just... You know, stop cooperating, uh, you know, to the degree that we can in, in banking and in media and in, in anything that uh, helps empower that system because we don't need it as much as they would like us to think that we do. So, uh, yeah, let's start supporting our local local businesses, our local farmers, our neighbors, and all that good stuff, wouldn't you say? Yes, I completely agree, and I'm glad you mentioned that peoplesrights.org. That, I believe, can you still text 80123, and they will send you back a, a text to, to join that, I believe, too. That was how I first, yeah, uh, that is, uh, first hooked up with them, yes. You can text the word rights, R-I-G-H-T-S, to 80123, and then they will text you back. So, yeah, text the word rights to 80123. Or just go online to peoplesrights.org, and they're a great outfit. It's just uh, you know community coming together, and you know you'll find you have like great potluck dinners in your area. People you know who want to 
you know, find out how, how to get together with neighbors and homeschool their kids. Oh, my God, get your kids out of the indoctrination camps, uh, you know, and, and local health care that's, uh, you know, not coerced by big pharma and all that. Yeah, so absolutely. People's rights is, is a really amazing, wonderful thing, I think. Listen, I agree with you completely about the public fool indoctrination system, too. We don't have a public education system anymore. It's an indoctrination system. And every time I would walk into the, one of those public schools recently, the past three or four years, I felt like I was walking into a little prison. It's just it, it is not a good place for our kids to be. I agree completely, especially with the stuff that they're pushing, this transgender Drag, you drag queen just dis oh it's it, it is horrifying to see i am glad to see people finally fighting back some against that i saw in tennessee the other day in chattanooga tennessee i think i thought at first it was at, at a uh, starbucks but this was at some brewery and they were having one of these drag shows and some little girl i mean she couldn't have been more than five four or five years old was coming up and 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 stroking some guy on the stage just like that was just disgusted me how how have we come to this in the in this country i mean and and they put red high heels on our military it's like it, it's become a joke. I just I don't see how people are not more outraged than they are. I just yeah, it, it infuriates me when I when I look at it closely. And a lot of other people I find when I mention it to them feel the same way. But we have kind of gone along with this to to a certain degree, even before they started the whole covid psyop and everything. They were pushing this drag queen story hour and these drag shows uh, up at a comic book store in uh, Colorado, and a lot of people were going out there and protesting and filming this. When uh, I was with Re uh, Revision Media, some of the people who were there were at the at the drag show protesting it and trying to hold them accountable. And I thought, wow, if people put up with this, then they'll put up with anything with their toddlers, you know, bouncing on some pedophile, some pervert, some clown, some pervert clown at the library. And they, they bring their toddler and wait for that. I mean, that that's the state of, quote unquote, liberal, progressive America and the Democrats. You know, that's and I don't want to make this political. I do not believe there are any political solutions to this. I, I did appreciate Ron Paul when he ran. That's the last time I felt like there was somebody who had enough sense that might have made a difference when he was running. And you notice. In one of the debates, I, I think it might have been 2008, that they forced him to disavow truthers. You know, they, they wanted to say, well, Sammy, I, I, when is being trying to find out the truth? When did that become an epithet to insult someone with? That's that's another thing that's changed over the years, too. I remember that from the Ron Paul candidacy that during the debate, one of the uh, questions for they pushed him into where he had to, to say something about the 9-11 truthers and yeah, that was infuriating they just like to be a truther is a bad thing now yeah i used to uh run with a group actually i helped co-found we are change los angeles back on the heels of the 9-11 event and we were uh invited to meet with ron and his wife and his campaign manager after the first big debate that he won the big first big presidential debate and he was definitely on board with ending the Fed. He knew what happened with 9-11. But when he was asked by one of our members, his response was, she asked him, this uh, girl that was with us said, why don't you you know, deal with the truth about what happened on 9-11? And 
And he thought for a minute, he said, I just can't handle the controversy. I mean, they they make it really tough as far as, uh, you know, speaking the truth about anything like that. Um, and I've actually talked with other members of Congress that have been threatened uh, that they would be killed if they broached the subject of the truth of 9-11. So it's, uh, it's no joke. I mean, they've got, they've got uh, our would-be government on lockdown, and they are not our represented representatives anymore. It's just, it's pretty clear. I agree completely. They've purchased our government from the top all the way down to almost every uh, locality with school boards and county councils. But they definitely did the states during the 70s and 80s. And as long as the money is tied into that, I, mean, I just don't think there are any political solutions at all. And as I've learned more and more about the history of our country and the way it was founded and the found the writing of the Constitution, it was a crime from the beginning. The, the, the Constitutional Convention was held in secret, you know, and the people they didn't have a quorum to go there. It was the, the real history of the change from the Articles of Confederation to the Constitution is never told. We have this myth of our benevolent founding fathers, and it's just not true. You know, we we never really escaped under the being under the thumb of the Bank of London and the British East India Company, even that flag that George Washington, the quote unquote Betsy Ross flag that was so famous, that's the, almost an exact copy of the British East India Company. And it was a money laundering thing from the beginning when the way they started the Bank of the United States. And, you know, I don't I don't I'm not as a, a, a knowledgeable enough about all the details to go through it with you. But what we've been told is is not true. They, they built all these monuments to themselves up there. And at that original constitutional convention, it was mostly – there were 55 people, and I think 34 were lawyers. And the, the, um, the real country was not represented there. This we the people, it just didn't happen. I think – and I see we have another caller, sir. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it looks like it might be, uh, might be our, our boy Casey here in North Idaho. Oh. What do you think? Hey, guys. Hey. Hi, Casey. Hey. Uh, sorry, I didn't really catch your show. I'll, I'm going to go back and listen to it in the archives, but I'm sure it was really good. I heard you guys were talking a little bit about the, I don't want to change the subject, but I heard you were talking a little bit about the uh, whole LGBTQ uh, issue there. And uh, I just wanted to address, bring up an issue real quick that's going on here in North Idaho, if I could, real quick. Yeah, absolutely, Casey. Yeah, so we had the Pride in the Park event on June 11th that had a drag queen dance party. And uh, this drag performer, I don't know the person's name, but uh, there's a video on my Rumble channel. If you go to North Idaho Exposed uh, and you go back a little bit, you can actually see in the title, it'll say something about how a drag queen exposes themselves. And that's the unedited, uncensored video of what was captured. Well, there's this blogger here in North Idaho named Summer Bushnell. Uh, her, her platform is called the Bushnell Report. She is now being sued by this drag performer, uh, basically for uh, trying to make it viral <clears throat> after it happened, after basically he was spreading his legs in like some uh, Speedo thing, and um, something popped out. <laughs> and uh, a censored video was put out, and Summer was sharing that on her platform, and it did go viral. And so the strike performer was threatened. Uh, they actually raised a lot of money through a GoFundMe for him. 
maybe not GoFundMe, but one of those platforms. Um, and now he's suing Summer Bushnell for defamation. And so, which could cost her $10,000 or more plus attorney's fees. And so that's all from <laughs> the, dry, the Pride in the Park event in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So I just wanted to make people aware of it. And I did send our local Coeur d'Alene Police Department or uh, Kootenai County Sheriff's Department the uncensored video because our local prosecutor here in uh, Coeur d'Alene refused to prosecute this indivis- individual. And they're trying to say that she was basically lying about him exposing himself using a censored doctored video. So the uncensored video is on my channel on Rumble. I can't get the media outlets to touch it. I, I sent it to the Idaho Statesman and KTVB uh, in Boise, and uh, they have no reply. So they don't want to touch it because it destroys their narrative. So that's the kind of shenanigans that are going on in, in North Idaho. It's, it's, it's getting very interesting here, to say the least. So. Yeah, and in addition to that, there's a lot of uh, really great content, you know, kind of the ancillary events, you know, going on with the drag queen issue and the uh, critical race theory issue. I mean, you've got a lot of really good content on your YouTube channel and on Rumble. So, yeah, I would uh, definitely recommend everybody go over to YouTube and go to North Idaho Exposed because you're putting uh, new content up all the time. I mean, what's uh, some of the other great content you've just put up? Uh, just recently, Trevor Loudon and I were at our local downtown uh, Coeur d'Alene Human Rights Education Institute. <laughs> so I suggest you go check out that video. It's a great, it's a great uh, interview. And uh, we talk about local Marxism uh, that's being prop- propagandized on a national level or regionally uh, to a local level, essentially. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty good inter- interview. So please go check it out if you're so inclined and just, just trying to expose the Marxist uh, revolution unfolding here in North Idaho. Well, thank you, Casey. Thank you for calling in. We're going to let you go, and uh, then Steve and I are going to end the show here, but really appreciate the call in. Thanks. Have a great day. Yeah, Steve, I'm, I'm a big fan of Casey's. He's uh, doing great work over there, and I guess you're really familiar with his uh, YouTube channel as well, I would guess. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I met Casey when he called in to uh, plug the peoplesrights.org one day, and, and we've been friends ever since. And I check out his it's irony of uh, the channel name being Northern Idaho Exposed, and he's got this guy exposing himself. But that's that just struck me because I'm kind of funny that way. It's things that are funny will strike yeah. me. But, yes, we, he, he does do a lot of good work. I, and the Marxists, that, that seems to be the M.O. now is to sue someone and then ignore the facts that exonerate you that show you're telling the truth. The same thing they seem to do. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sorry. I could have. I, we're out of time. Thanks very much for having me on, sir. Yeah, you bet. Hey, well, listen, on our way out, let people know when they can tune in and listen to you. I'll be on Thought Crime Live, and that's 10 a.m. Central Time on Saturday mornings. Sounds good. Thank you very much, Steve. All right, everybody, thanks for rolling with us here on show number 78 for the White Rose Resistance Hour on RBN. I'm your host, Stuart Howe. And you have a great week. I love you. God willing, and the river don't rise. We'll see you next Saturday. Hey, 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 hey. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day. 
and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. 